It's David Byrne's birthday. 69th birthday. Who's that? Remember the American Utopia concert? It took us an eternity to finish. Mm-hmm. Three weeks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he has a, a band before that, but yeah. The guy who's 69. Voice, the guy whose voice, I'm like, it's not really good, but it's not bad. bad. doing good morning good afternoon good evening good night hello everyone it's nicholas <laughs> and it's benjamin uh starting off hot i just want to say we will be wearing masks in public places until Ooh. at least more people are vaccinated Ooh. let me say that again i nicholas bradley will be wearing masks in public until more people are vaccinated mm-hmm. uh i don't know if you saw or heard but on the uh what is it? The edge of this news from the CDC breaking. Bill Maher and eight members of the Yankees tested positive for COVID-19 after getting the vaccine. Yeah, there's variants, isn't there? Yeah, I know there's variants, but I just want to point that out because uh, what does that mean, people? That's not 100% protective. Granted, that is the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. But still, nine that people. That one's like the third, right? Like the third best out of them? Yeah. Nine people testing positive after already being vaccinated. That's a little bit nerve wracking, especially gonna... considering the CDC uh, saying that people don't have to wear masks in public places and groups and stuff. Makes it seem a little too soon, don't it? It does. Hmm. Um, I wrote here, I got from the New York Times. As of April 26, the CDC reported 9,245 breakthrough cases out of the more than 95 million people who have been fully vaccinated, an infinitesimal percentage. The CDC did not offer a public explanation for why vaccinated people need a mask on a bus, but not in a bar. I'm like, what kind of logical sense does that make? (laughs) Truly, though. So you're going to provide rationale for not wearing it on a bus, but there's no rationale for not wearing it at a bar. That's a crowded place. I think they're rushing this too much. I think they're rushing it as well. I think it's very insensitive. I think it's very selfish, very egotistical. Mm -hmm. It's already known, very privileged as well. Like, it's already known. Not that many people have... Um, uh, vaccination. I saw this earlier too. This is a quote from the president. After a year of hard work and so much sacrifice, the rule is very simple. Get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. I think that's insensitive because not everybody has access to the vaccine. This, of course, is discounting or not counting the people who don't want to get the vaccine. I'm talking about people who do want to get the vaccine but don't have the resources, don't have the transportation, don't have the... uh, yeah, don't have the resources. It's very insensitive to me. There's still so many people that haven't gotten the vaccination. Just to end just to end this note for the moment, I saw a tweet by Marina Fang, and she tweeted, Just a reminder that we've been through 15 months of trauma, so be kind to people who might continue to wear masks and out of abundance of caution and safety and are very slowly tiptoeing back into the world. <coughs> so I think that's something important to keep in mind. Please be mindful. Please Please continue to wear your mask. CDC is out here being reckless. Oh, we are talking about where we've been uh, neglecting to f- to go by the science, but we're going to go by the science now and it's fine to wear masks. I mean, to not wear masks in public. But Jamil, get out of here. It's just making me nervous. Everything's opened back up again, but it's like, I don't know. From the cases across the world, still, it seems a little too soon. 
and this country. But anyway, how was your Mother's Day? How are you? <laughs> it was good. I was working, <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool. Got got my mom some flowers. She loved them. Um, I got them for the day before because I knew I had to work. Yeah. So I was like, let me just be prepared. I know it's not on the day, but it's the night before. So mm-hmm. um, my week's been okay. Excuse me, I got a yard over here. Mm-hmm. <sighs> let it out. Let it out. Yeah. Um, my week's been cool. Nothing too, like, nothing really, like, pops out, like, really, like, crazy or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, just working on getting my shit together right now. Yeah, I think it's been kind of, like, not a negative, but I would say more of a positive week for me personally, minus, you know, all what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, how about you? How's your week been? My week has been interesting. Mm-hmm. A lot of shit has been happening. My Mother's Day was interesting. I napped and I eventually hung out with my mom once she got off the phone for about 30 minutes. So that was that. Um, <laughs> I'm just going through it, you know, after this after this week's uh, slur of horrific news and, you know, personal stuff going on. I'm just a little bit tired. Mm-hmm. Capital tie. <laughs> Capital tie. Yeah. And this isn't my forever mindset, but just currently humanity is losing my hope mm-hmm. because humans are stupid. And the choices that are being made are just oh so aggravating. Mm-hmm. Um, let me open here. So in news that I saw uh, this past week, I got a few, just a few things to mention. Oh, damn, sorry, I'm yawning again. Yeah, your few things. I wanted to point something out since you know the privileged gays and the businesses are out here over here exploiting pride again because you know it's pride season just to make a quick buck yeah 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 i just wanted to point some uh news out that's not so prideful um and probably fucks with many people's mental health because again we're talking about mental health all month Uh Uh, but this was again from the new york times i'm just gonna read the little Mm -hmm. excerpt i took out two transgender women were sentenced to five years in prison in cameroon this week after they were found guilty of attempted homosexuality and public indecency the latest example of an increasing crackdown on gay and transgender people in the West African nation, human rights groups say. Shakiro 23 identified in police documents as, I'm not going to say their name, that name because they don't identify as that anymore, and Patricia 27, both identify as transgender and were arrested in February, were arrested on February, February 8th as they were having dinner at a restaurant in Douala, Cameroon's economic capital. Police officers arrested them on charges of failing to provide identity documents. The two remain in prison for two months awaiting trial, according to their lawyer, Alice Nikom, and were sentenced on Tuesday. On Tuesday, they were found guilty of failing to show proof of identity and given the maximum fine of 200,000 CFA francs, or $370 US dollars. Cameroon is one of the more than 30 African countries that criminalizes homosexuality. In recent months, lawyers and human rights groups have raised alarm over what they describe as an increase in arbitrary arrests based on sexual orientation and gender identity in the country. More than two dozen people were arrested from February to April on charges of homosexuality, according to the Human Rights Watch, and several of those arrested were subject to beatings and other forms of abuse. The sentence for Shakiro and Patricia, were both who both go by a single name, is a maximum punishment under Cameroon's penal code for engaging in sexual intercourse with a person of the same sex. But the women's lawyers say they were detained while they were having dinner in public space and were not intimate or attempting to be. So I just wanted to bring light to that because while we're out here, you know, well, not us personally, 
personally, but you know, while the gays are out here celebrating pride and how happy they are to be prideful and shit, there's still people all across the world, especially trans individuals who aren't allowed to be prideful and who aren't allowed to celebrate who they are without being persecuted or arrested or harassed. Mm -hmm. Um, I also read in this article that um, the Cameroonian police are doing, for lack of a better term, cavity checks. So they're anally checking people to see if they have anal sex, which is a um, a form of checking people that has been banned here for a while. So the fact that they're still practicing that so, is very telling. So what does that mean? They're just put, put, they're- please, please, please logically explain to me if someone were to check anyone anally what it would show i mean like not i'm not trying to bring humor to this but unless you have like a prolapse ass how are you gonna know thank you how would you possibly know what if i had a enormous ass shit this morning and it just opened me up mm-hmm. the fuck i don't understand that that just seems really disgusting exactly that, that seems like so okay so you can you so the really perverted gay people get those jobs so they can stick their fingers thank you place. that's what i thought i not even not even perverted gay people i just thought that in the closet dl men who want to do this are getting some type of sick enjoyment out of it because logically if we're thinking about this here you're mad at the homosexuals you're mad at the trans people why would you possibly want to check them anally yeah i don't if you're against that i don't understand that how does that make sense to you straight men we need to make sure you're not okay so you're you're more invested in figuring this out than helping i'm sure like no shade than helping your nation and your own people progress so that's where the that's where the what the priorities lie i guess it's very very upsetting so i just wanted i mean you know look at the western world a lot of lgbtq plus people all made everything like culture and all these things the way they were so you know Hmm. That's really aggravating. This is very frustrating. So I just wanted to bring some light to that. That was just one of many news stories that I saw regarding trans and homosexual individuals Mm -hmm. um, this past week. Uh, And yes, while it is pride season, obviously, for those of us who have the privilege to celebrate and be ourselves in public, yes, celebrate, be yourself 100%. But also be mindful and do the work and know your history on why some of us are where we are today and allowed to do what we are today. If you're listening, you know, if you don't, what if you don't believe in prayer or anything, just send out your good thoughts to them. Please. People, please. Like... I don't know if you, just s- something positive you, you can do even even if it's just like a second to think of them and just send them like like thoughts of hope or something like it's just do something. Yeah, but in other gay news, uh, something positive about Pride. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> FX has a Pride oh, like a yeah, Pride yeah. docu docu series mm-hmm. airing. It started today, I believe, and so. I want to watch that. That'll be pretty cool to watch. Mm-hmm. So that's something exciting. That's not a sponsor, but I just wanted to mention that. If anyone wanted to brush up on some queer history and learn some shit, watch uh, Pride on FX. All right. So in shit, we watched. Also, too, real quick. LGBTQ plus. We're LGBTQ plus every day. So don't make a big old deal out of fucking not having Pride again. Like, it's really not necessary. Yeah, truly. A festival, dancing, all that shit. We're that every day of the year. Yeah. So just saying one more year without pride isn't gonna suck nope uh but we'll get to that in the fuck off list in a second and stuff we've watched we haven't watched this because i'm a little hesitant but i read this a couple days ago but i don't know if you've heard of this there's a tv show that's out now called the underground railroad it's created by barry jenkins he's a black creator 
Why, why am I going to be... I feel like I'm going to be shocked. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. This is just my personal opinion on this. Um, but the Underground Railroad is created by Barry Jenkins and Anna, uh, on Amazon. It's a show about slavery, but it is about the psychic and emotional scourge. scourge which, bitch, I don't know. What psychic this, or psyche? Let me look this up. Whip. Affliction. The psychic and emotional scourge and the unfathomable spiritual strength required for any individual, let alone an entire people, to have come out alive. That was the description for the show. So is it... Now, my opinion, I don't want to watch it. I'm tired of watching slave shit. I'm, I'm tired of it. I don't care if it's a positive aspect. I don't care if it's a negative aspect. I'm tired of it. We can tell so many different stories other than about slaves. Granted, I understand we need to talk about our history. The the stories never need to die. However, in regards to media, in regards to TV shows, I feel like we could have had a completely different approach to this. Granted, I haven't watched it. So now that I'm talking shit, I guess I have to watch an episode or two and come back with a real opinion. But as of right now, I'm not here for it. What are we what are we gonna talk about? The psychic and emotional aspect of these slaves? Yeah, I don't think yeah. I understand. What? First of all, it's all speculation because we truly don't know. There's not that many documented stuff. Documented. White people didn't let black people read or write. Exactly. So there's not many personal documents of slaves and what they were going through, what they were thinking and how they were feeling. Other than the most known fear, mm-hmm. you know, so I, just, I don't know. I mean, you, you guys all have Abraham freaking Lincoln writing to the leaders of the black community then saying, OK, you guys are free. Go make your own country. Where the fuck are they supposed to go? Right. <sighs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> a lot a lot of a lot of annoyance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean you know what? We need to be, be, be fucking real because no, yeah, not everything's this, fucking this, roses and daisies is, and this is honest, one hundred happiness, candid. you know. You know, this is real real time how we're both feeling, either one of us. Yeah. Uh pose. Ooh. We're still I think like one or two episodes behind. But we watched the first two episodes. I did like it. I have liked it. I really loved, let me just say, when they were giving, spoiler, uh, when they were having that whole thing with Pray Tell. Mm-hmm. And Electra was like, okay, it's my turn. And mm-hmm. then he like disses her. She grabs the whole bottle of wine and, and shatters it. it. She's like, don't you fucking talk to her. Like, okay. That, I'm like, I love girl, that. I loved it for the TV show. But I'm like, if anyone ever were to do that, oh, you trying to fight. <laughs> that is a sign of fight. You she, broke you broke a bottle in my house, bitch. I'm shading myself. She's probably a fire sign for in the show because I definitely was, did have that thought. Like, I was like, I feel like if Benjamin were really pushed, you would do that. Because it, she, I get it because she's like, I'm trying to be nice and fucking help you. And you're just fucking it up. You know, she's like, I'm giving you the money <laughs> for her to be like, I've. I walked this category for you to have the money. We're not in Bradley's brain teachers yet, but this just made me think, would you eventually be accepting of an intervention if if you were in the case of like pray tell? Because I feel personally I'm like interventions are a little murky because most of the time people aren't going to accept the help. Yeah, I feel like that can be very like hurtful. That can push someone over the edge to like end maybe if they were going to end it because if they're in a bad space, how, doing that's not going to make them feel any better. Mm-hmm. It truly isn't. Especially all the people at once like that. If it was like happening like one-on-ones, people would just all of a sudden like, hey, how are you doing? But they were. They were all together. No, before they got to this, that was the whole point of before mm. they got to this point of intervening, each one of them were trying to help him out Not and be really. like, stop drinking. It was mainly just just uh, Blanca. And his boyfriend and the nurse. What nurse? And the house 
the um I forget her name. What do I want to say? The one who works Tracy. in the HIV ward? Yeah. <clears throat> and his friends in the council at the oh, Vogue Wall. Yeah, okay. And the house okay, members. Okay, I'm like, come okay. on now. Okay, you got me. So would you <laughs> so would you eventually be open to it? And this is hypothetical. You don't need an I don't know. Because he, like, he maybe he was, he's really, like, he didn't take it well because he's not thinking in the right spot. Like, well, of course he's not. not. So I wouldn't know. I couldn't answer that. Uh-huh. My, f- like, fearfully, I want to say, no, I'm not going to take it Eventually? Well. I want to say, no, I'm not going to take it Really? Because well. e- eventually he came yeah, too. Yeah, you're asking me. I'm telling you no. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. I, I, like I said, fear, like I said, fearfully, yeah. I want to say no because I know how I can get, mm-hmm. but I would like to think eventually I would like open up and be like, like have my breakdown and be like, okay, take me away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would like to think that I would be open to it because I would think that I would think I would, <clears throat> even if I were in his headspace of being angered and stuff, I would think I would have a quick thought of like, okay, clearly these people love me and care about me enough to like, they had to group together to catch my attention because clearly individual approach is not enough for me to, for it to click through. See, that's not what So I wouldn't want to see. And that's what my brain does. Like I try to think of most of the time I try to like, mm-hmm see the other person's approach before i react that seems really nice like that seems really nice and i i like that you think like that mm-hmm. but unfortunately my mind goes of like if i'm like was thinking if that was me i'd go how fucking dare all of you all the things i do for you guys and you guys all of a sudden <laughs> oh you guys God. all of a sudden want to attack me because i'm having a little bit of rough time attack like you. you i'd be like you go do this and i don't say anything about you doing like i feel like that's what i would do wow benjamin i'm not saying i'm purposely trying to <laughs> No, but But just knowing me, that's where my my mind would be like, how fucking dare you guys? Like after all I've done, like I don't judge you or say anything Mm -hmm. you're do that you do, and like I'm like fearfully like that's I said. Ooh, like I know we're 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 just thinking in two different spaces. Yeah. Okay. But let's hope that never happens. Yeah, I mean, hopefully we never get there. But understand though, and this is me speaking to myself as well. If I, if for every reason you needed an intervention, it's coming from a place of love and not to hurt you. And there's no other. I feel I would feel there's no other option to get through to you. I promise I would try not to make you pull an electro on me. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I wouldn't do that. I would. I would hold your uh, switch for ransom. If the switch was even around then, <laughs> it might be something different. Bitch, I'd gather all your uh, all your physical copies of your games and have a light a lighter next to it. In a bag. I need you to listen. Don't you do it. Or have it out the window. I will drop them all. A hammer over Pokemon Snap. Listen to me. I'd be like, come down. Let's take this easy. Let's take it one don't, do any, don't do anything drastic. <laughs> I'll stop the alcohol. Count stop to, the alcohol. Count to three. Count to three. You don't drink alcohol. I know, but what is this about? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it is, I'll stop. I'll stop. Oh Oh, my gosh. Um, Only it was that easy. Right. Legendary. Legendary. Oh, I loved it. It's been good so Uh far, I feel like. We didn't talk about it last week, huh? I don't think we did. Um, Yeah. So we're like, what? Third episode? Three episode. Three? No, you're right. Four, because the... it was the first two, the, the Grand Marches. They released then, two at one time, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Next week, we just had we just had the... Oh, what was it? The... Oh, Seven Deadly Seven Deadly Sins, Sins Ball. Uh-huh. And then next week is the Pop Art. I, I like the episode before the Seven Deadly Sins better than this episode. Okay, so the... What was that? 
It was um, glitz. It was like Hollywood glam. Oh like yeah. Or was it? it a time? It was a time period. Time period ball. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Because they were all from different time periods. Remember? You're right. You're right. You're right. That was cute. Mm-hmm. Um, Favorite house right now? Um, I'm gonna say Balenciaga. Same. Probably because when Same. they did that whole thing where she was on the floor and she did the duck walk, uh-huh, like, uh-huh, the whole uh-huh. thing, and you can tell like this bitch don't do much, but she was like, I'm gonna do a little something. Yes, I said, look at her. It was, she's like, this is gonna be enough, and everyone was like, yes. And then when she came up and like the lights were flashing, they're all doing like the hand thing. That was cool. I liked them, but I also liked. I think they went home this week. But the ones that did the 60s last week, too, or the they did the 60s for the... Quite honestly, I don't even remember who went home. That's how bored I was. Oh. This episode, I was kind of bored that's because... Why that's why I said... Because it, there wasn't a lot. The, the, like, each team, I mean, it was clear. They all got... Most of them got low scores. But it was just like, okay, mm-hmm. like... This is cute. Right now, my favorite is uh, Balenciaga. Um, I'm here for honey. And I do agree. The mother, I was like, this is no shade to Erica. But I was like, oh, she's out there doing more than Erica. More than squeezing them titties together. Mm-hmm. And going. Right. <laughs> Being on the floor. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Legendary's cute. I like it so far. <clears throat> Law Roach is still in his shit. They were arguing though this time. Mm-hmm. Like they, uh, their scoring this episode was really really wild. I found myself agreeing more with Law Roach this episode because I was like, most yeah. of these are kind of boring. Like they're not hitting. They need to be obvious. Like he was saying, yes. they, they really need to be obvious. The looks were boring. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was very lackluster. Normally episode. you know me, I don't agree with what he's yeah. his, his scoring is. Yeah. But this one I agreed a lot with. I was like, yeah, this is all kind of like, eh. Send them all home. <laughs> Bring up a new cast at this point. All right. So let's move to our first segment, the fuck off list. Ooh. Hold on, let me get ready. I got. I actually got it ready this week. Okay, okay. You got some. Okay. All right. So I have five on my list. <laughs> oh, dang. I don't think I have five. I think I have like four. Okay. Well, then I'll go first. Okay. <clears throat> Okay. First on the list. People who give me gifts and don't wrap them. <laughs> Fuck off. What's the point of giving me a gift if it's not wrapped? I am that bitch that needs a gift wrapped because I like to be surprised. I don't like to be told what my gift is beforehand. Um, this comes to mind because my sister and I, it's a little bit shady, but my sister and I were talking about how my mom because she just a few years ago just stopped doing stuff like and one of the things was uh she canceled christmas and thanksgiving i remember you were annoyed i was pissed um still pissed but she um didn't wrap gifts she asked me do you want your gifts wrapped and i was like so what changed i suddenly don't get my gifts wrapped like is it my age or like is it like the cash at this point I'm like, what, what the heck? No, no, no. I need those gifts wrapped. But this is just in general. This, and she's not the only one. Like, I've gotten gifts from different people. And this is not to sound ungrateful. But, like, truly, like, if you're going to give me a gift, I would prefer for it to be wrapped. Especially if I don't know what it is. Because then, like, it kind of, you bury the hatchet by handing it to me. And I'm like, oh, oh, like, thank you. But, oh, okay. You know? <sighs> yeah. Positive alternative to that. Anyway. You're yeah. head head anyway. <laughs> Positive alternative. Please wrap my gifts. Or just wrap and like and this put a little effort into it exactly and this is also with a disclaimer with that this comes from as well like one I'm hard to surprise 
<laughs> to if- my excitement, like naturally, because the way I express my excitement for things that I receive or things that I'm doing outwardly. It's not going to be received that well from people. Like, it seems like I'm not excited. And you've experienced this. You know this. But like, with that being said. I feel like I'm the same way. If you, if you tell me what I'm getting, I'm going to seem even less excited. Even if I am excited, I'm going to seem less excited because like, I already know what I'm getting. And you give it to me, especially if I already know what it looks like. And it's like, again, I'm not ungrateful because again, thank you for getting this for me. But I already knew what it was and I already know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to get that much excitement. I mean, for me, when that happens to me, I'm, I'm still excited because I'm like, I didn't have I got this. Yeah. You got it for me. Yeah. And now I'm like, I'm going to ignore you and <laughs> and play with whatever you got me. Okay. I always say play with, and this but is, I'm going to tinker with whatever you got me. This is, I'm specifically talking about like me showing excitement. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about receiving my gifts that I get. But again, the, the showing, the expression of excitement is like not going to be there if all that is goes into play, you know? My first one's a good one. <clears throat> <laughs> Don't tell me to like or repost something for your fucking... Uh, channel page or whatever fuck off I'm gonna post I'm gonna reblog repost retweet retweet whatever the fuck it is I'm gonna do what I wanna do cause I wanna fucking do it you're not gonna tell me that oh like my page send me something and then tell me to like it I just unfollowed and muted a bitch the other day oh my god because I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it out but who was it I don't know their name. Oh, somebody didn't know? It's somebody that I just have liked a picture. Like, they're like, oh, I love your work before. And I'm like, okay, cute. And then they would send me shit. And they're like, like, it just annoys me. I think it's really rude. I don't know you. And you send me something. And I'm like, oh, cute. And they're like, they're like, oh, post a like and reblog. Thanks, babe. I'm like, fuck off. That is and so. Then, and then you babe me. That's too, so tacky to me. That is so tacky to tell someone to reblog something. I don't care how famous or whatever. If not that the goal is not to be famous for mm-hmm. me personally but i don't care how many people know me i'm i don't ever want to tell somebody to reblog or like this if you like it thank you so much for i would be i'm the type i'm like thank you for liking it like that's that's me mm-hmm. and that just is a big fuck off for me positive alternative don't be so fucking pushy to people let maybe people, ask let people yeah let people <laughs> decide no don't don't ask because they're gonna reblog it if they really want to reblog it or like it if they're gonna like it uh-huh. don't be pushy like just let people let people let people let people like let people yeah. just just experience let people be okay okay mm-hmm. was that a good one yeah <laughs> oh wow yeah was that a good one yeah <laughs> what's yours oh master <laughs> mask for mask yeah speaking of which next on my fuck off list i saw this on the at fitness gaze twitter uh Instagram, mm-hmm. a shirt that they are selling. Let, let me let me say that a little bit louder so people can hear me clearly. <laughs> at Fitness Gaze Instagram. Let me look this up. At Fitness Gaze. Mm-hmm. Keep talking. Gaze with a Z at the end. Okay, of course. They are selling shirts that say "vaccinated" and "on prep." Ew. Do you understand how insensitive that is? Do you is, understand? Is Yes. Do you understand what type of message that's sending? And again, maybe I'm looking at it from a lens a little too seriously, but what the fuck? But that's they, just are they really selling it though or is it just like an like a no they were actually sell- I went to the page oh they have another link to thing oh no fitness gaze merch yes bitch oh no $25 for a t-shirt for a t-shirt and it says that on it waxed and vaxxed that's this is really sad sad and disgusting sad and disgusting 
again, you're smearing your privilege in the faces of a lot of people. Is this a white gay who owns... You're also ostracizing the people who, even though I may not agree with it, are choosing not to get vaccinated. You're also ostracizing the people who aren't on PrEP. You're also perpetuating the idea that when you're vaccinated on PrEP, you can act reckless out here. Fuck off. Positive alternative, don't buy that shit. Yeah, please don't. Don't spend $25. And then, you know, there's going to be some gays who are like, you're you're stopping the hustle. You're No, 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 no. It's a regular t-shirt and you're putting some really stupid, t-shirt. you're putting some really stupid Words. verbiage on it that doesn't <laughs> need to be on there. Just as a side note for you gays that need to be put up on some game, a plain t-shirt at the, at the most costs $2.50 to screen print on a t-shirt costs at the most five dollars so at the most for a profit i guess a bitch should be selling that shirt for fifteen dollars and i still wouldn't buy that definitely wouldn't (sighs) next what's yours my next one is f off to people who drive and drive under 65 on the freeway when there's no traffic Fuck off. What are you doing? Why are you on the freeway? You're going like 45 that you can get a ticket and you can cause a big ass accident because you're going so slow. Get your ass off the freeway if you're scared and just drive on the streets. Like, we don't need that. That's also why traffic jams happen because you're going so fucking slow. Positive alternative, drive the speed limit or get off the freeway. All right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that happened to me a lot this week and I was just like the third time I was like I've had enough I'm like I'm gonna write this down <laughs> next to my fuck off uh-huh, list cheers. Chet Hanks fuck you no positive alternative my turn mm-hmm. <laughs> F off to the people who drive big cars and don't know how to turn park or drive them I don't understand it if if you wanted to get a big ass SUV or a car and you can't make the turn into a drive through or to park or you like run up on the curb what are you doing so you you purposely bought this killing machine that you don't even know how to operate get mm-hmm. yourself a little car girl <laughs> fuck off positive alternative don't set big expectations for yourself when you know you can't handle them. Ooh, next on my list, Trader Joe's not requiring customers to wear masks. <gasps> what? That's all. That's all. The, all the grocery stores are. When I go into all Ralphs, Vons, everything, I see a shit ton of people with no mask and no persons. No, no, no. no but them. specifically, Trader Joe's made an announcement that Yikes. they're not requiring customers to wear masks. Yikes. That is so insensitive. You're putting your employees at danger. You're putting yourself. <laughs> meaning the business at danger. You're also putting your patrons in danger. I don't think people really understand how reckless this is. Yes, people who are vaccinated, I guess, don't have to wear masks in certain places. However, you still have to be mindful of the people who aren't vaccinated. And unfortunately, we're not about to, we better not revert back to freaking Nazi Germany when Jewish people were walking around with stars on their shoulders to distinguish between who was Jewish and who wasn't. So therefore, since there's no distinguishable marker and it's not necessary for those who are vaccinated and not vaccinated, whether they choose to or not, make everyone wear masks until there's a certain percentage of the world that is vaccinated. It is very privileged, very selfish to do this. I don't know why the CDC is doing this. It is so upsetting to me. They just want to make the money. Fuck off, Trader Joe's. A positive alternative? Put your fucking employees first. They're the ones that help you make money. And this goes for all businesses. Put your employees first. It's fucking annoying to me where all these businesses are like, we put we put the gays first, we put the employees first. Yeah, bitch, you just exploit the bitches. <laughs> so you can make a profit. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fuck off. I'm laughing at the way you said that. Not. <laughs> Fuck off. Next. Oh, that was my last one. Okay. Next on my list, mm-hmm. Caitlyn Jenner. And the entire runoff election. You bitches are really out oh, here yeah, trying to waste off. some money and some fucking time. This is the taxpayers' money out here that's paying for this fucking election. Just wait a year. Wait a year. Yes, Gavin has made choices that are very questionable. Yes, Gavin doesn't make the smartest choices in regards to personal health. Yes, Gavin is special. Yes, Gavin is a politician. However, the fucker has been in there for almost six years. Just let him let ride out this last year. And he if hasn't we really been as bad as uh, you know uh, the last Schwarzenegger. one, and if we really don't like him, then let's just wait to the next election. We're wasting so much time with this fucking pony show, this fucking circus in the it's media. Republicans. Like, yeah. it's absolutely ridiculous. Caitlyn Jenner, your stupid-ass point of view. I don't understand how, as a trans woman, you have these views. It makes no goddamn sense. Fuck off, bitch. Fuck off. And this is a fuck off to your oh. to your choices and your views, not as you as a trans individual. I want to make that very also, clear. Also, do you remember... Did you hear her ta- ch- comparing... She was talking about Bruce Jenner in the fucking Olympics. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fuck that off. That was ridiculous. Fuck off. You are a white man in regards to ideals. You have lived the majority of mm-hmm. your life as a white man. Therefore, you you as a trans individual, yes, I am acknowledging you are trans, but your points of views are from a white male's point of view because that's who you have lived as the majority of your life. Yeah, I'm not going to make any comments about like her actions as a trans person. I'm going to let our trans brothers and sisters do all that talking. Right about her she <sighs> she makes her she's making her own grave positive alternative bitch shut the fuck up and support people properly mm-hmm. from your community and if you want to and if you want to have a place in office start with the smallest what position in office start with giving back and properly supporting your mm-hmm. community well i've heard this saying like a couple days ago sometimes you know there's we forget as queer people to step out of our letter mm-hmm and help the other letter. Oh, I like that. So everyone right now really needs to step out of your one letter, especially the G's. <clears throat> I feel like the G's really... Let's break it down for the bitches real quick. L, lesbian. G, gay. B, bisexual. T, trans. Q, queer. I. I forget what I is. I think it's... um. I forget, but we're going to look it I want to say it's, it's intersex. Um, I think so too. But why does that sound wrong to me? And A is asexual? Yes. But hold there's on, also non binary. Is that, well that's that's the plus. Yeah. Oh yes, 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 yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes. I intersex and A asexual. And the plus for non binary individuals and therefore any and other so form on. of identifying that we are not mentioning. Yes. For me personally, let me just say this may be wrong, but this is how I just look at it. If to me, if you tell me you're queer, I know I I, I view you as under the LGBTQ plus. Like that's how I mm-hmm. under the umbrella. Yes. And I don't know if that's right, but that's how I usually view it. Cause mm-hmm. I know you I know there's like people who are trans that aren't queer they're also tr- straight that people that identify that, are that they're not queer but i'm like there's some straight people that identify as queer mm-hmm. and queer could queer also could be um described as questioning as well mm-hmm. so yeah it's just really fucking irritating so fuck off bitch and the last thing on my fuck off list under the same lens long beach pride i am ashamed of you bitches for actually doing it 
No, they're really, really going to do it? From from as what I know, and I will come back next week with uh, some more definite uh, uh, evidence. Wow. Um, but as of wow. right now, from my understanding, because I keep getting ads on Instagram, that's like oh, no Long idea. Beach Pride this Saturday, blah, blah, blah. Come this cel- Saturday? Yes. Come cel- as in today? Yes. Come celebrate uh Hamburger Mary's, blah blah blah. I'm like, what? What's what's going on? Is there something I don't know? Like the Hamburger Mary's right now, you can have it, girl. I don't need it. So just fuck off to that if it's happening, and fuck off to actually any prides that are happening this summer. Shame. We could wait. We truly can wait. Fucking Puerto Vallarta. It makes no sense. People's lives are at risk here, vaccinated or not. Like truly, the gays really need to get their lives together in regards to how truly. sex has been handled and shit. Like anyway. Any gay. Positive alternative to that. Celebrate with your friends. Yeah, do something small. Yeah. Safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just sound like I'm just complaining ass bitch this morning, but whatever. You're going to get what you're going to get. All right. We're used to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move into Bradley's brain teases. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. Subject again, as I stated before, mental health. We're really going in this month. All right, so first question. We're going to talk about... <sighs> The CDC. All right, so this is the update from the CDC in their words. If you're fully vaccinated against COVID-19, you can resume activities without wearing a mask or staying six feet apart, except where required by federal, state, local, tribal, or territorial laws, including local businesses and workplace guidance. My question to you is, how are the non-vaccinated people supposed to know who is vaccinated? (laughs) I don't know. Like you said, put stars on us like they did in those times. Exactly. That's my sarcastic answer, but of course. honestly, I don't. I that's why I'm like, I think it's too soon because I don't think there's enough people vaccinated to where that's a safe situation. Thank you. So that doesn't make sense, especially in states like you know California, New York, like where there's a higher, especially in our cities, have a lot. Like we have major cities that have way more people than most of our other states. So you know mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense to me. Don't understand. Yeah, I don't either. I don't have an answer to that question because. How are you, how will we possibly know? It's a little reckless, in my opinion. A little more than a little. Yeah. Continuing off of one of the questions I said last week. First, I wanted to are say. Are you recording? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just want to make sure it was on. Yeah. First, I wanted to say uh, I apologize for cutting you off last week while you tried to answer uh, my question about if white people are racist or not. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I do apologize for cutting you off. And I want to just talk about that a little more because I talked to Tyler about it um, a little bit. And I, she, her opinion was she does. Well, I'm paraphrasing, so I'm not speaking for her. This is what I understood uh, from our conversation. But essentially, she said she does think that all white people are racist. However, she does also think that that doesn't mean that they're all bad people. You can be racist and be a good Mm -hmm. person. And the reason she said that she thinks that's the case is because the majority if not all of the systems in America are rooted in racism, are mm-hmm. built off because of racist people, i.e. the school system, healthcare system, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So after she said that, I definitely agreed with her. And so I wanted to say that I changed my answer. I do think that all white people are racist, but like Tyler expressed, it's because of the systems. And that doesn't necessarily mean mm-hmm. that they're all bad people. Mm-hmm. Uh, because again people can have racial prejudice racial bias and not even realize that they have that but because they have a white experience in America 
you know. Yeah, that's why I was saying like, this is not a yes or no question. Like there needs uh-huh. to be explanation because there's a lot of white people who don't understand that they were raised racist, whether their parents were like, no, like, if, like yes, I believe that the that white people's parents, there's a lot of white people's parents who were like, we're not, you're not going to talk, you're not going to say that that word, mm-hmm. you're not going to address people like this. And th- their parents were already trying to break out of what they were taught growing up in the society they were growing in but their their kids were still growing up in the society and the school system and everything that's putting all these things in place like I said with history what do we learn in history when we're little mm-hmm. all those history white books history are, thank you so it's white, like fake white history y- yeah <laughs> so that's what I that's exactly what I meant like they're they're taught to be racist mm-hmm. and you know like they they weren't the ones who were young being like little kids confused me like oh I want blonde hair or I wish or I'm ugly because I don't have like I I had moments like that where I I my mom I remember my mom telling me stories like I always said like I wanted blonde hair or mm-hmm. I was not always but I had moments where I was like why don't I have blonde hair or why don't this and that and then looking back it's like wow that's nasty like in the sense of oh yeah it's I, awful yeah you know what I mean like yeah I definitely dealt with um colorism issues as well um and I have a specific memory where I remember going to my dad and asking or, or telling him the other kids were laughing at me because I'm not white, not understanding like mm-hmm. race and the all that that plays. Because, again, I was like in the first grade. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, colorism is a whole other situation under this umbrella, but mm-hmm. it definitely plays a part. So I do agree with you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's OK. That's why I was like, I just needed to explain it more because it's mm-hmm. it's a more in depth than just a yes or no. You need people need to hear the reasoning why. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I, yeah, you know, we're all, I think there's a lot of uh, white white people who are on uh, the track to changing that, mm-hmm. and like, unf- it can't like like many you know black people, black Americans have said it can't just be the people who are being oppressed to change it. It has to be the people who are benefiting from it that are changing it. Yep. So to all those people, all the white people who are changing and who are making a difference, thank you. Yes, thank you. We see you. And we're not uh, all encompassing. uh, But at the same time, in my opinion, don't take it personal when we say when we call out white people, because we Mm -hmm. ain't specifically talking about you, but we're talking about all you. Unless you say your name, you know. Moving on. Uh, In that same regard, can a good person do bad things and redeem themselves? Oof. That's another question that's not just a yes or no. Uh, I think it depends. It really has to depend. What does it depend on? Um, like, the bad thing? Like if, you know, like John Wayne Gacy or whatever, if he, he murdered all those people, all those gay, those young gay men, or young men, and like, that's like saying, that's like having him murder all those men. Was he a good person? No, he wasn't. No, that's what, that was my question. Oh, I thought it was, well, I was thinking in the sense of like someone like him using using him as an example. Um, that's like if he killed all those young men, right? And that's like if like, okay, he went to jail and then like somebody needed, somebody needed help, like finding another killer that killed the same way he did. And they go like kind of like a Hannibal Lecter thing where they go to him and like, how do we find this killer who's whatever? And they go to him for advice on like how he would do it. And he helps them find another killer. That wouldn't make him a good person. Do you know what I mean? So those Yeah. That's like what I thought of when you asked the question. No, the question is, can a good person do bad things and redeem themselves? I don't consider him a good person. Oh, can a good person do bad things? Um, still, I think my answer is still the same. It depends. So what does it depend on? Uh, if a good person, like, you know, uh, exploits other people. It depends on the bad thing. Yeah. Like like John, like Jeff Bezos, exploiting everybody for their... But their... I wouldn't consider him a good person. Some people do. Mm, fair. Okay. Some people would say he brought so many jobs. And I'm going to answer it and say yes. 
can a good person do bad things and redeem themselves? Yes. Next question. So following up on my devil, devil's advocate speed round last week, you made a statement with the sentiment, why only top? or bottom. I did this on purpose. Uh, this was to bring attention to the toxicity of such a question. While at a certain point it is something that will come up in conversation if two people plan on engaging in sex, I, d- I do believe there is a negative stigma behind the question. With that, what effect do you think a question like this has on a young gay man? Um, I think it makes a lot of I think it's a huge expectation. It's a lot of pressure. I think that's a lot of pressure to put on to young, young gay men who are learning about like gay, like what it is to be gay mm-hmm. and just learning about themselves and telling them you have to be a top or bottom. I think that's really, that's a lot of pressure and them having to decide before they even know what an experience is like. What they like, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like it needs to, like, because in all my experiences, it's never, it's, even though I said top, like it's never, that has not always been the experience. Like, right, it's always been in the moment of like what's happening or like where it leads to <laughs> who douched <laughs> not even that just like if it's gonna get there sometimes it for me it's turned into just like a cuddle like mm-hmm. and i'm fine i'm the type where i'm fine with that it's been like a very like you know intimate cuddle and stuff like that so i think it just depends it all you just gotta really just let life happen it's not you can't you can't always go in with a this is what i'm gonna do or this is this is only what i do mm-hmm. i do think that it has a, a negative effect because mm-hmm. it begins to brew uh, negative stereotypes within the individual, the young gay man, the hypothetical young gay man we're talking about here. And it's a... Um, And I think that um, it then leads to other negative aspects in regards to how gay men handle sex. Mm -hmm. Uh, A follow-up question, what effect did this have on your mental health, if at all? Um, For me, I guess I kind of have to tell a story about myself. Okay. So, for me, I feel... I feel... I remember, like, when I was you know becoming a young gay man mm-hmm. um how i was always kind of shipped into at least a lot of people would ship that i was talking to or interested in would ship me into like being a bottom mm-hmm. and i didn't feel like that was exactly what i wanted mm-hmm. and i felt i personally felt pressured into like i have to do that because that's what they want or that's what they expect so i have to give it to them and like being you know a full-on 30 year old man now i'm like that's so horrible like i wouldn't now i wouldn't let somebody do that to me i'm like mm-hmm. no i don't want to do that mm-hmm. and if they're like well oh what are we gonna do then i'm like well, looks like we're just gonna say her because mm-hmm. it's just it's a lot of stress like it's just like you're thinking about it like oh my god i have to do this i don't really want to do it but i want to hang out with them or I do right like them. right and it's just like unnecessary like if they you don't have to hang out with them if they don't appreciate you saying no or you don't want to mm-hmm. and they make it a big deal fuck them you no don't means need them. no yeah, you don't need them. Um, I definitely did. Have, I think this had an effect on my mental health because like you, people automatically just like put me in the bottom category because of the way my body is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess how I carry myself sometimes. Not that any of that matters, but I guess it does matter for people who are assuming. It affected my mental health because at least in the beginning when I was exploring my sexuality and my the sexual aspect uh when engaging in sex with people with for people who didn't assume that i was a bottom and was open to whatever happened when it came time to me topping if i were topping that situation i was in my head a lot because Mm -hmm. i would think well i'm not going to perform to how they expect or i i'm seen as the bottom i don't know if they're just going to see me as a bottom and not enjoy this experience as me topping and so on and so forth i personally now don't give a fuck in regards to what people think my sexual preference position is. And I personally have the opinion of I'm not going to date somebody that's not uh, 
versatile and i i do understand Wait, that's not for, that's have, not versa- so they need, to, they be need versatile. to be versatile i do understand that there are for the cases i am open to people who are strictly a top or strictly a bottom for trauma reasons however that is just simply me understanding that i personally don't want to engage with them sexually because one what are you doing to work through that trauma two i just know ultimately if i'm dating you i'm not going to be satisfied because Depending on my mood, depends on what I want to do. And some days I want a bottom, some days I want a top. Sometimes there's streaks where I just want a bottom, sometimes there's streaks where I just want a top. That's not going to be feasible if it's somebody strictly who wants a top or strictly who wants a bottom. Mm -hmm. And that is something where I recently just arrived. And like I said before, that definitely affected my mental health because, again, I would stress out during sex and then not be fully engaged or fully there. So then, you know, it's a trickle effect from there. I think it's, I think people need, especially gay men need us because when they, when you fall into the whole top oh what do you like top or bottom you're playing into the whole massage noir mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. of that masculinity they're putting the masculine in the, in the topping thing which is not accurate you're like as a gay man you're a gay man you're right. a man like you're still a man you still suck dick right yeah <laughs> so you know then people need to not like, saying you have to be gay to suck dick no, just no, saying like the guy who yeah (laughs) Uh, and I just think I look at me personally I look at having a sexual experience with somebody as an experience not as a this is their bottoming Mm -hmm. or as their topping Mm -hmm. I look at it as an experience of like getting to like see what they're going to what they're going to want to share with me Mm -hmm. at this moment Mm -hmm. because especially if it's somebody who you are seeing a lot you get i would like to hope you get different experiences all most of the time you know well yeah i mean hopefully you can't pull out all your tricks in one sitting we don't have that much time (laughs) nor do you does does any one person nor does the body have the stamina everyone gets tired yeah all right next question <clears throat> I know you lived in your house, you grew up in your entire life, or the majority of your life, but have you always had pictures up in your house? Like, has there always been pictures up Yeah, in have there always been pictures yeah. in your house mm-hmm. of your family and you? Mm-hmm. There were pictures in both houses I grew up in, uh, but there were definitely, like, a noticeable, noticeably way more photos of my family and pictures of me in the first house I grew up in. And that leads me into my next question. Do you think I should feel some type of way about there not being any pictures of me in my parents' current house? I would. And we're just taught we're I mean, for the for the for preference or whatever the fuck it is. We're just talking about me right now, but I just wanna also note that there are no pictures of me or my brothers in my parents' house. I would feel a certain way. So I th- I was realizing this the other but day. I'm also an Aries, so. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I was realizing this the other day. I was in my mom's craft room, and then I was just, like, perusing the walls. And, like, one, I was like, there's no photos of the family or any of us in the house anywhere, which is, like, strange to me, like, to have, like, a strange realization of that. Mm-hmm. But two, there were no pictures of me. I guess they need to be pointed out to me, but as far as I knew, there were no pictures of me in my mom's craft room or in the house, period. Um, I think there may be a picture of me and my sister in my sister's room, but I just thought that was interesting. It made me feel a little weird. And again, I don't know if I should take that personal oh, or if I am... Yeah, that would make me feel a certain way. If I'm, like, looking too deep into it. But it just made me... It just, like, kind of triggered me a little bit and made me feel like... It shot me back to a place of where, like, I uh, just felt... I felt really unwanted at a 
for a long point in my life mm-hmm. by my entire family, but definitely by my parents individually and together. Um, so that just kind of triggered that when I was walking around. And I was like, okay, like I definitely had to tell myself, like, don't think too much into it. Maybe they don't even realize that's the case. But like I said, there are no pictures of me, but there are pictures of other people. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. That would make me feel that would that 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 makes me feel a certain way. I'm, you know. Yeah, and I think that goes into like in in my perception, in my opinion, I do think my parents are um, in a different headspace currently right now. So I don't even know if they are even aware of that. But like I said, it definitely is affecting me. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to I'm trying to voice it and work through it. So I just wanted to know in your opinion if I should if I should feel some type of way about that. Cause I'm still gonna feel how I feel, but I would I personally would feel a certain way. But you know me, I would be like I'd walk in and look around and be like, huh, okay. See, and I was <laughs> I was gonna address it. Again, I noticed this on Mother's Day and I was gonna address it, but truly the way I was feeling and how I was thinking about it, I didn't know how to communicate it without coming off hurt and coming off no 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 no. and coming off hurt in a way where it's like it's communicated in a rude way because i'm so hurt and i I try i know sometimes that's necessary but it would have definitely come out of nowhere if Mm -hmm. i would have mentioned it because it's not like we were talking about photos it's not like anyone was around me looking at photos so i mean uh to be fair you and your family kind of just come out of nowhere with things, so it wouldn't have been. That is true. It wouldn't have really been that. That shocking. is true. Mm-hmm. That's no shade, but no, it is like a fact. How, yeah, yeah. So it would have really. I really wouldn't have seen the problem if you would have told me like, "Hey, I popped. I just like let them know like this was bothering me." They said it came out of nowhere. I would have been like, "Well, that seems to be the the thing with <laughs> with you guys is things just come out of nowhere." Yeah, that definitely is the case. <laughs> Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, I don't know uh, if you um, talk, I, talk I, about it, maybe. No, I don't want to talk about it yet. Um, I just wanted to talk about it with you. And I mean, I'm sure family members will probably listen to this and want to talk about it. But I just want to talk about it with you because mm-hmm. it's something I'm currently trying to work through. I mean, amongst many other things in regards to my parents. Mm-hmm. But moving on. Next question. Are you OK asking for help when you feel like there is no helping yourself? Yes. But I'm the type where I have to really, really be at the end of whatever. Like, I have to be at the end of all my options. And I don't normally ask straight up, like, hey, I need help. It's me, like, explaining what I'm going through. I want Because I'll be at the end and I'm like, let me explain. I'm just, I'll be at the end and I break a little bit and I mm-hmm. share, like, what I'm frustrated with. And then it'll be like somebody being like, okay, well, do you need help? Or then I'll be like, yes. Mm-hmm. So it's never really me straight up saying I need help. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, I know is not good. But it gets there. I I get to that point. I wouldn't necessarily say I consistently say I need help, but I do verbalize like, this is what I'm going through. I need to know your opinion. Or this is how I feel. What do you think about this? Or I'm struggling with this. What Mm -hmm. do you think? You know, next question. Do you think the generational gap has an effect on our parents when it comes to viewing therapy and going themselves? Yeah, I do agree. 100%. I definitely do agree. And I know I'm talking about my parents a lot, but like truly the universe, whatever it is, has brought mental health awareness and the shit I'm dealing with in regards to traumas, triggers and effects via my parents have come together for whatever reason this month. And so I'm thinking a lot about how they affect me 
how they have affected me, what they're currently doing, and all that shit. So, but that had me think because I don't want to put their business out there, but I do think that their view of therapy and going themselves has been a struggle. And I definitely think that um, certain members want to push therapy on other people without really truly reflecting yet on themselves and truly getting insight on themselves before trying to get other people to help themselves. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense? Yeah. So anyway, next question. You shared with me a few weeks ago a quote that one of your teachers used to say to you. The quote was, perfect practice makes perfect. How has this statement triggered you in areas in which you hold yourself to a standard that seems unrealistic? Um, Well, first off, I do feel like that quote's very toxic. Mm -hmm. Because perfect practice makes perfect. Well, how the fuck? Yeah, you, you told me pr- that, how? bitch. I swear to God, I've never heard that in my life. I was like, how are oh you supposed God. to be perfect practicing if you're not if you you're practicing it? <laughs> and you, that was what one of my <laughs> teacher always told us. And like, like I remember one of like the teachers would tell us that, and you know, screaming at us and everything. Got that screaming at us was supposed to emulate like being in a <laughs> how it really is, mm-hmm. like how real. <laughs> So where it's loud and stuff mm-hmm. but me already come like being a young gay person not knowing what I was was gay and all these other things that are I'm going through mm-hmm. that didn't help and that just like translated over into like why partially I think I'm so hard on myself with things mm-hmm. and why I have an issue with dealing with my failures because it, the perfect practice thing I'm like if I'm not I was doing I wasn't doing it perfect and that's why I failed mm-hmm. like it's just really kind of traumatic mm-hmm. and I feel like it stunts a growth it stunts your growth because if you're trying to be perfect all the time without accepting that there's the growing aspects of it mm-hmm. you're really just going to be trying to be perfect without the growing parts and I feel like now I'm a lot better than I was but I feel like there was a like a big chunk of my youth I would say from like maybe like 16 until like 24 25 mm-hmm. that like Maybe that wasn't what was like hindering me that exact quote, but I can see how that quote like transferred into yeah other into like that era, that time frame. Yeah, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, that had me think. Um, I thought of that more yesterday. My sister and I were talking, and just the thought came to mind. Of I remember one particular year. I can't remember what grade I was in, but like. My dad has always been on all four of our asses in regards to grades in school. Mm-hmm. And so one particular year, it was known getting A's was like necessary. Your dad wouldn't have liked me. But uh, <laughs> but I had gotten straight A's and I had showed my dad and his response was, that's what you're supposed to do. And just left it at that. Mm. And that the practice... Perfect practice. Perfect practice makes perfect. Made me think of that because I'm like, that sounds like some shit my dad would say. <laughs> like, it just, it's just, it's just an interesting, interesting to think back about certain comments, whether it was just or not, whether they meant to hurt me or not. Think about how certain comments and words affected me. I think parents really don't understand that they really the things they say kids their kids really take it to heart because you're their you're their like unfor- like for lack of a better term you're like their god figure. And I just want to also say And they want your love. Like, I don't think in my experience parents also trust the fact that you remember a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Like I get kids are imaginative and creative and don't necessarily have all the pieces, but we don't have all the pieces for a reason. But also we do remember a lot of yeah. stuff. You're not a vegetable. That happened sorry, to you, us. Yeah, you're not a vegetable. Your mind is the most is the best when you're growing up because it remembers retains everything. And I would like to think that I have a pretty good memory. And it's pretty interesting in my experience to be the person who is sought out 
for memories, but then also is discarded when it comes to memories. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so which one is it for me? Anyway, next question. It starts with a thought. So I had the thought, do I want not to get what my version is too big because I subconsciously don't want to look threatening or do I have a body image issue? Uh, I.e. a big black man is threatening to the average racist or prejudiced person, especially the average racist, small-minded, large-egoed white police officer. So if so, what does this say about me? If misplaced, is this an issue with size? Do you think this is me having an issue with size or is it me actually having it like in regards to body image? Like, is this a subconscious thought of me being afraid of getting quote unquote fat or is it actually an issue of me dealing with I don't want to look threatening to racist people? I personally think that it's me not looking threatening, but I don't want to. I mean, I think I want to make sure it's sound. I think it's a little both, but also too, I don't know if I can answer this for you because I'm Mm -hmm. not a black man. Mm -hmm. So I don't like. Yeah, I'm a person of color, but I'm not. You know, I don't live your. I don't know your your. I don't live in your shoes and don't know Mm -hmm. everything you go through. But I think it's maybe it would be a little bit of both Mm -hmm. from. Just because I I know, I say a little bit of both because I know you're like. Uh, the health issues that you know your your family has and mm-hmm. like that have transferred to you, I understand why that would be like a real concern mm-hmm. because you're trying you're just trying to you know be ahead of the curve mm-hmm. and also too I definitely understand the other thing but I don't think you should worry about the racist white man because mm-hmm. you got to live your life mm-hmm. at some point like uh, yeah it sucks the way the shit is and we're we're being a part of the change. Mm-hmm. But that's part of it too. Is it's 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 not it's changing. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's a rough time. Again, it's like it's always been a rough time. Right now, it's really heightened. Right now, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean it's gonna be like that forever. Like yeah, it's slowly. There's. I mean, I'm changes. I'm not trying to cut you off or be rude or shady okay. anything, but in my experience, I don't think it's gonna change because I've had to be aware of it since I was aware. I needed to be aware of it from a very young mm-hmm. age. So then it sounds like you already know your answer. Yeah. I guess. But I also just wanted to make sure I was being mindful and not um, trying to use that as a scapegoat for um, body image issues. But yeah, I ultimately I ultimately think it's a no because I I would at least like to think I I feel that I accept and understand um, most body types that are bigger than mine. And while I haven't lived that life because I've only experienced being a thinner, skinnier person in life, like I, like you said, I've had family members that are bigger because of health reasons. I have people in my life are bigger just for any reason. But I've only experienced this life as a medium-sized person. In so. saying that, I think that I'm trying to figure out how to word what I'm trying to say. I think in, in personally having you tell me things about my weight, like not against me, but like to encourage me, mm-hmm. you can't be afraid of that if you're going to try and tell other people not to, to embrace if you could tell the people to embrace the body that are bigger like I think you know the answer to that yeah like that part but yeah that's interesting <clears throat> yeah it's just a, it's more just like a thought question mm-hmm. I was just coming it's obviously like an, uh, oh. incomplete but mm-hmm. I was just like thinking it I'm out. just trying to be self-aware like I mean you already know I try to be as self-aware, self-aware are, as possible and I don't ever want to make comments about my body and by way of making comments on my body, I'm being insensitive to other body types. I mean, I've heard you say it in front of me before and we I brought it up and you get annoyed at me and say, well, it's not about you. I'm like, OK, well, like it's happened. I'm not saying it happens all the time. It's happened. But I don't think it's an issue where you need to like 
bring, you need to like have a check in with yourself because mm-hmm. I don't think it's anywhere near you need to like check in on on like where you're at with mm-hmm. that those comments or like how you speak or if you're insensitive because I don't think that's the issue. Okay. Yeah, I personally don't think so. All right, next question. I don't know where this came from, but I wrote this down. There are certain positive nuances that I possess that can only be explained by experiencing my presence. Do you agree? Yeah. I think the same about you. Oh, wow. (laughs) Next question. What toll has the healthcare system taken on your mental health? Um, For me, the only thing I can think of right now, like the toll it takes on, is finding a doctor that's queer friendly okay that's that takes a lot of toll like i'm really still trying to find a doctor that i care for like to to feel more comfortable to talk about my body with and stuff Mm -hmm. because like i told you that last time i went to get checked and stuff the doctor she was kind of shading me Mm -hmm. with her with her like responses Mm -hmm. and i don't appreciate that and i don't need that that's Mm -hmm. not what your job your job is not to shade me right like you're getting paid for through my insurance for this, so that that's for me. That would be my answer for the mental thing. Like that's an issue. Okay. I feel like we need more queer access to queer doctors. Um. Yeah. And in, in regards to therapy, um, there oh, are too, yeah, yeah. there are a lot of unnecessary runaround work, in my opinion, that deters and discourages people from pursuing therapy. Um. And admitting you want to go or need to go to therapy is already a big ass step, and it's hard. So to make that step and then have to do all the rigmarole of finding one that. That makes complete sense as to why why someone wouldn't want to go to therapy because again you want to find a therapy that at the least accepts and understands meaning in regards to education and experience your experience and your person as a person that's lgbt but also even somebody that's not from the community trying to find a therapist mm-hmm. for for the average person in the healthcare system is not as easy as people try to make it sound. Like, I do understand that there are now services, like I think it's called Talkspace or something like that, that um, provide therapy at a cheaper rate, but it's still not in-person, face-to-face uh, mm-hmm. therapy. And I have, I like, you know, I've been, I was under my parents' insurance up until recently mm-hmm. and not being under them. I still have the same therapist because I'm paying out of pocket for it. But I found that therapist through my parents insurance mm-hmm. which was a way easy process now i have friends that currently need therapy that are looking for therapists and are struggling so much because their insurance is giving them the runaround or they can't find one that they click with because they don't accept their sexuality or whatever but it's just really irritating How to me too therapist and so close-minded not to accept that thank you that doesn't make sense you're thank studying you. the mind which should open up your mind to understanding that it's not as easy it's not as black and white as traditional thank old school you. medicine puts it as so that seems ass backwards to me thank you I'm like out of all things people are gonna come to you and tell you about their sexuality is where you stop Mm -hmm. okay moving on that's why part of me was like I should be at this I kind of want to be a sex therapist Mm -hmm. moving on is it fair to complain about someone to other people about the person that you have an issue with without having the conversation with them first (laughs) wait say it again is it fair to complain about someone or something to other people about the person you have an issue with without having that conversation with them first. I think so. Because what if you don't know how to handle it? Mm-hmm. And you're trying to seek, like, how do I... F- Maybe, like, your approach is... You already know your approach is not going to be the correct one, so you're trying to figure out the best way to approach them. 
mm-hmm. because the person you're sharing it with might have, you know, they might be able to like give you advice on how to approach the situation. Because you can talk about somebody you don't like without having to say, I don't like this person. You can make up a whole like, oh, so and so I had this friend or whatever. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. I do agree with you. Um, definitely at first. I do think eventually, though, how is a person supposed to know that you have an issue with them? If it wasn't communicated to them and you communicate to everybody else but that person. I don't know. I feel like for me, you'll know people know if I have an issue with you. <laughs> like I always like. But I, I still think that it needs to be communicated because, again, people sometimes people aren't paying attention to what other people are personally going through. If you're trying to send subliminal messages through facial expressions or oh, not, ta- not talking to the person or um, not hanging out with them, some people don't get that. I, I think that's, I don't know. To me, this is probably, this might be wrong. But when I don't like, like, when I don't care for somebody, I don't talk, I don't try to, I don't try to engage with them. I try to not, I just try to avoid them as much as I can or not to give my input or too much information for myself. And for me, when somebody does that, when I know, when I don't know a lot about somebody or anything, I just take that as, oh, they they're, they're don't want to get to know me, which well, is I'm- fine. I, I should guess I should specify I'm uh I'm more so focusing on people you know already like people you have good relationships with oh I mean I'll eventually tell them yeah I'll get to the point of like when I figure out how to like address it then it just turns into the when's the right time mm-hmm. it's never there's never a right time no Spoiler. there isn't yeah <laughs> there isn't I think a lot of people bombard people when communicating their issues or problems with people because they wait too long um, but like I said, it's, I, when's the right time? Right. There's never a right time. So th- I said when they wait too long. Um, so I know I try to address any issue I have with most people if I care about them almost immediately because I don't want it to get too. Uh, I don't want it to go unknown that this affected me, whether it was just or not. Now, I will preface with I feel like I've been talking about them a lot, but I will preface with that is not the case with my parents still to this date, because I don't know how to address things with them with communicating how I feel and how I was affected and making sure that I'm being heard and understood, whether they agree with me or not. So there's that. Um, next question. What is your definition between temptation and lust? Um, I feel like lust is what's what's like the difference to me? Yeah. Oh, what is what is what is your definition? Oh, what is your definition and difference between temptation and lust? Like, what is the difference between them? Yeah. I feel like temptation is like, you know, when I'm not eating bread and Verge buys like a thing of bread and it's like, oh, I brought you bread. And me being like, oh, I'm not eating bread still. Mm -hmm. That's temptation. That's like more of a temptation type situation for me. And a lustful thing is more of like, I always think of lust. Lust for me is always like a, a human to human thing. I would say uh, it's like when you really like uh, like you really want somebody, I guess, or mm-hmm. not even somebody. Maybe like say you're trying to wor- you're working out or something and you're like, oh, I really like like I just really want that. Like, I'll do whatever like I need to do. I'll stop eating. I'll do like I want to get to that mm-hmm. level like that would be like lusting. Like you're cha- you're giving you're forgetting other important things to focus on one thing and you're not doing it in like the best that there's not there's not like a good it's not a healthy um it's not a healthy process to get to whatever or to get the situation you want like another example of that would be like say you wanted this to date this guy but he has a boyfriend Mm -hmm. or he's dating somebody you like go into the situation and pretend like to be i don't know you pretend to be someone else or something or you just try to break up like the situation or you like say like you leave things somewhere Mm -hmm. like like say you know what i mean like you just do like go you're going out of your way to to shake things up because you wanted that person would seems to me like a lustful thing 
mm-hmm. like un- like that's unhealthy like you might need to see somebody yeah in regards to like gay men specifically in my lens um i think the the confusion between the two results in unconscious hooking up Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's where the confusion comes out of. Um, I think that fucks with a lot of gay men's mental health because I think the I do think there is a real feeling of a lifelong partner. I do think that is possible for some people, uh, but I do also think it has to do with men not being real with themselves and their partners. I think it's like you, like we've always said, it's just about communicating. Like, yeah, like if you start off your relationship with whoever you're with with just communicating, even if it's weird, like you might think it's gonna hurt their feelings. I guarantee you. If you're really interested in them and you started off that way, it's going to only be easier and easier to just share things. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to feel as judged because they're going to already know like past things that you've talked about. Mm -hmm. This is true. All right. Next question. I should have asked this earlier and I think you kind of already answered it. Yeah, you should have. (laughs) And I kind of already answered it. I mean, you kind of already answered it. But while my feelings of how I view my body are valid to an extent, does do my comments on how I talk about my body affect you? Um, and I ask this because I want to make sure I'm being myself while also being conscious of the comments I also make. Sometimes, yeah, it annoys me. Okay, because I'm, you know, I'm a bigger, I'm but is bigger, but is but that um, as, not? But is that annoyance out of because I'm saying it and me saying it is not the case, or is the annoyance because out of comparison? A little both. Okay. Okay. Noted. All right, next question. Let's say you're in a mist, end of the world, the earth is freezing over type of situation, okay? This is a hypothetical. This also has to do with mental health because I feel like I thought about this. I thought about this and I was like, this would fuck me up. Okay. In this hypothetical, you have a child. Yeah. You and this child are stuck in a house alone. No resources. You feel death is coming because you've run out of food, water, heat, etc. All your essentials. Oh, we're just going to freeze to that then. Listen, listen, listen. Do you kill yourself and your child to end the suffering or do you just let death happen how it'll happen? Oh, like gonna, you said, freeze to death. I'm just going to let death happen, bitch. What? Uh-huh. If I don't have any fire or resources, how am I going to kill him? You, well, I was watching gonna- something recently and uh, the dad and the daughter were stuck in the house and the dad chose to cut his daughter's neck and his own neck to end the quote unquote misery. I'm not, not going to do that. See, I, no, I thought I wouldn't do I'm that not either. Do that because, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't, and it was his, his too, justification was so she doesn't have to suffer did anymore. Did he live? No. Oh. It, it, no, it was explained outside of that person, oh, okay. but the justification was so, so the daughter doesn't have to suffer anymore and we were going to die anyway. Now, the end result was they were going to die regardless, but I'm like, I don't know if I were in a situation where I was going to die regardless if I would want to speed that shit up by killing my child I and myself. I would just be like, let me just not wake up. You said freezing, so it's going to happen quick. Like, all you have to do is knock out and for sleep and you'll be dead. So, Because yeah. I also think, too... I won't have the energy, honestly. If I'm if there's no resources, it's cold, there's no heater, no nothing. I'm really going to have the energy to strangle this my kid No one says strangle us. Well, cut that, your neck. That's just as bad as strangling somebody. Well, I... I, I that's was, just as bad as cutting the neck. I was thinking, too, a little dark, like... In, in low moments where I've had of suicidal thoughts, I could even come to the point of killing myself. So I'm like, I could only imagine being in a situation where I'm like, okay, I'm going to 
you know, quote unquote, kill my child to just stop the misery and myself. And then I kill my child and then I have to kill myself after. Oh, hell no. Because no. that would fuck me up just alone right there. Like, no. really? I just I decided to do that. That was a smart choice. Yeah, I just would just freeze to death. I don't know if that has to do with me never having like a suicidal thought about mm-hmm. myself, but I just can't. Like, I've always not been able to imagine not being alive. Like, I can't imagine what death is like. Like, it just makes my brain go crazy. Mm -hmm. So I would just like be like, well, we're going to (laughs) freeze to find out what happens. All right. And my last out the fucking window at that point. (laughs) At that point, what do you do? If I had an edible, I'd make sure I just get really, really fucking high, knock out. And then maybe I'll just. Bitch, you're going to have nothing but edibles around. Oh, but I'll have a knife to cut her throat. Huh? Yeah. You're in the house. (laughs) Yeah. I could have a secret stash. Oh, my gosh. All right, my last question. Do you think it is insensitive for people to say to those struggling with mental health issues, you are not alone? (laughs) Wait, (laughs) say it again. Do you think it's insensitive for people to say to those struggling with mental health issues, you are not alone? I think it can be. And you are not alone in like a encouraging way. Like, you're not alone. We can get through this type of situation. When you say it like that, no. (laughs) No, you don't think it's insensitive? No, I do think it's insensitive. When you you say it like that, I think it is insensitive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just don't think you need to do stuff like that sometimes. Like, I'm sure, I'm very sure that the person's aware that they're not the only person going through this. (laughs) But they can only worry about themselves right now because it's a them thing. Right. You know? Yeah. But like I've said before, at some point, you got to lift yourself up. You got to find the strength. And I understand that not everyone, like, it's hard for, not everyone has that strength. I understand it. But at what point, like, there's a point where then if that's the case, what do you expect other people to do for you if you don't even have the strength? I don't know if that sounds really heartless. It did a little bit. But do you know what I mean? Like, you can want to help somebody, but if if they're telling you they don't have the strength... And they don't want to take your help or that everything you say is hurting them. What do you do? Like as somebody who wants to help, what do you do? Intervention, bitch. Full that circle. <laughs> Full circle. That like Intervention. Make, that would make it worse. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just so much. Like, I hope I'm not trying to sound like an asshole, but it's just it is just that is so much. I wouldn't even know what to do, like, you know, to help. Exactly. We know we know you don't know what to do. So that's why we're coming to you. What do you want me to do? <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> All right, that ends Bradley's brain teasers this week. It was a lot. It was. It was. Yeah. Mental health. Nap. Mental health. Let's take a shreds. Yeah. All right, let's move into pick a piece. So this week for pick a piece, I'm going to go real quick. I don't have any personal art, but I saw this trending and I just wanted to show you and know your opinions on it. I only did a very, very very light gaze over this uh artist's work so apparently he does like political commentary stuff um it's supposed to get people thinking or whatever his name is ben garrison i don't know if you've seen any of his work but i have um some of it so the particular art piece that i'm talking about he just released is called woke disney it's a political cartoon this is it hold on let me go to it okay okay oh you sent it to me yeah yeah because i want you because you had to zoom into it and i want to look at with you at the same time so it's called woke disney and it's supposed to like i mean it is what it is a political cartoon so it's a woke version of disney but all the shit that's in it is very interesting and i just wanted to know what your opinion and thoughts were on it i sent you the an older version of it it's supposed to be like a um what is it called it's the sex version of disney by the same artist and so he does 
thing he does this and it gets obviously people talking that's the whole point of it Disney hasn't tried to sue him not that I know of I'm sure they're going to when they really see this because this well I mean he has an older one too that the I think I sent you the second one that was released in the 80s or 90s I was gonna say this does look older so he's not making anything new he is making. He has a whole bunch of stuff. He, but the reason I chose these is because the woke Disney one was just released, and this is an older version of that one by the same artist. So he had one called Woke Disney, but it was older, and then he made a new version of it. This one is Woke Disney. The older version is I don't know the title of it, but it has to do with sex in Disney. Okay. So yeah, I picked these because I know it's it's like a pretty controversial artist. Pretty is controversial. He a white artist? I don't know. I didn't look that deep. Like I said, I just thought. Well, it could be, in okay, my this opinion. Kind of rude. The trans. Yeah, I know. In my opinion, I think that it could be a little offensive. But I'm like, is that supposed to be the point? I don't know. I don't care for this. Like, I feel like it's kind of crude. <sighs> oh shit! Oh oh. Oh, he's a white guy. He is. Okay. I mean, his Instagram, his Instagram page looks like he's a white guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's not for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like if he's trying to bring awareness, I don't know how this, especially this new one, I don't know how this is bringing awareness. Yeah. Like, it seems like it, it seems like he's putting everything that he's annoyed with seeing on, on social media, on, on our media news. That's what this says to me. Mm-hmm. It says he's annoyed with all of these things mm-hmm. because he put them all into this form. Like, especially the trans station thing he put up there, pronoun train, Z, Zerver. That seems really crude. Like, he's, like, he, to me, that says that he's tired of seeing that. He didn't see the Black Lives Matter horn. Yeah, I seen that too. <laughs> the socialism go round, free ride. Uh, the Antifa land. The we would never say the M word thing. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, I don't. If he was trying to make it a good thing, this seems like he's like he's complaining. Like mm-hmm. this is a way for him to complain. Like he's tired of. He doesn't want to have to change. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I pick a piece. What's okay. yours? Well, you do see that painting up there that yes. I did. So the other day we painted. We just painted at night till like two or three in the morning oh yeah i guess i could have chose that but anyway go ahead sorry are you done with it no i'm not so um yeah. so i painted this picture inspired by nicholas um uh what did they say on legendary the icon the, you <laughs> said what needed to be done uh it's called cancer kid yeah i really think it's cute i did it in like maybe I'll, i'm gonna say five hours yeah okay we were out there for a long time and I don't know it's just I just wanted to really paint a person I haven't painted a face like a bus type situation in a while and I was like I just want to do this and I just ha- I already had the idea in my head I knew what I wanted to do I knew the colors I wanted and I just I just did the damn thing I think it's cool you're gonna take it with you yeah I am I need to sign it though but it's for you. So that's my pick a piece. You can check out the my Instagram for it. It's mm-hmm. on there. And the website. And then I got the comic from last week. Oh. I didn't even realize you did this. I didn't show you because you I told know. me last week. I'm you excited. You complained and said, I don't want to see it. Yeah, I don't. So I'm excited I'm seeing it now. <laughs> okay, that's cute. Mental moms. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. The baby with veneers. What does that say? Not do not touch. touch. Sorry, yeah. Uh, I was experimenting with words a lot this with word stuff this week. I feel like a couple of them are a little. It's a little. Yeah, that those color choices and yeah, that yeah, layering yeah. is interesting. Yeah, yeah. So so you know, live. Bear with me. Not everyone's gonna be perfect. Does that say bubby or baby? It says baby. There's a whole a with. Oh, okay. A well, stick. with the white, it looks like a u. Baby veneers. <laughs> 
Because we were talking about how shade they're getting veneers and shit. Okay. Then that was you giving like a bunch of shady faces. And then I had to throw Yoda in there because he was snoring a little bit in the episode too, but not too bad with the little food pod. I like the images. I don't care for the words. Okay. Thanks. This is cool. Is that broccoli? Yeah. No, that's supposed to be celery. Okay. Celery has a bush on top of it like that? Doesn't it? I don't know it too. I don't know. That's why I asked if it was broccoli. Dang. Tearing it to shreds. Got it. You hate my shit. I love it. Oh my gosh. Thanks. (laughs) On that note, it is time for Fruits Fun Facts. Um, I have two real quick ones. Mine's kind of a little lengthy. Okay, so yeah, I'll definitely go first. Um, first one. If you don't know the real story behind the dingo ate my baby, look it up. It's a pretty interesting we story. It? We did. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. It's a pretty interesting story. We uh, watched it on YouTube. I had not heard about it beforehand. And uh, now that I know it, it's a... Uh, Information that won't leave my mind for whatever reason. Interesting story, interesting lawsuit. My next and final fun fact. I don't know if you knew, but did you know that geese have teeth on their tongue? I knew. Bitch. I told you that before. Did you? Mm-hmm. I showed you a picture. Yep, it's nasty. Look at that. That's disgusting. I know I shouldn't shame animals, but my Some God. Some animals are ugly. My God. Oof, oof, oof. Oh, I lied. There's another quick fun fact. So I was on I was on freaking Twitter, and I came across this. This is from YouGov. And it was a survey, YouGov.com. And it was a survey. The question was, what animal could you be in a fight Compared to women, men feel most able to take on a medium-sized dog and geese. Out of all the animals here, grizzly bear being the top, I'm going down and least uh, top to bottom. So, grizzly bear, lion, elephant, gorilla, crocodile, wolf, kangaroo, chimpanzee, king cobra, large dog, eagle, medium-sized dog, goose, house cat, rat. The majority of men said they would be able to take down a medium-sized dog and a goose. I say I'm, I can get the rat, I think. House cat and a rat. <laughs> I just don't want to think about it is just anything. It's just baffling to me how men want to say, you know, we're quote-unquote men, we're masculine. But yet, the majority of men are out here taking the, in my opinion, in grand scheme of animals, the smallest animal out when women are like, yeah, I'll take down a grizzly bear. They say grizzly bear? Yeah. Most women say... What? Yes. Most women say... What do we have here? 38, 39... Wait, what's the men women? Okay, so women, 23. Most women say medium-sized dog, but a lot more women attack the other animals, like kangaroo, chimpanzee, king cobra. No, 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 no. Those, those elephant. are Elephant. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not saying those animals because I'm a little smart. I know those animals are going to win. A kangaroo will jack your shit up. No, no, no. Logically, yes, they will jack you up. But I just, for for the standpoint of like the way men view themselves versus the way men think women view themselves, uh, well, I think it's hilarious that men are like taking out these small ass animals. And it's like, really? You bitch. Well, this man, in this hypothetical. This man speaking knows I can't take out those other animals and don't, I really don't want to. So. Yeah. 
Anyway, those are my fun facts. Okay. Yours? Um, I have like 15 kind of quick ones. All right. But it's all about some tea facts. Tea as in tea. spill the tea or drink tea as in drink the tea? Like tea. Okay. The tea you drink. Tea is the most popular. Tea as in Tina. <laughs> no, not not that. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need an intervention? Hell no, nah, bitch. Uh, tea is the most popular drink in the world. Um, it's it's worth thirty eight billion dollars in two thousand thirteen. Mm-hmm. That's how much it is. It's the it's number one above water. Two green and black tea are made from the same plant. Okay. Uh, three, the Chinese have been drinking it for more than two thousand years. I feel like most people already know it. Around one hundred forty one BCE. I don't know what BCE is. Um, Before Christ. But what's the E for? Era. Why, I believe. Why did they put the E then? Let me look it up. Uh, the Han Dynasty Emperor Jing Dai was buried with the wooden box containing imported treasures he would never he would need in the our afterlife, including high quality tea leaves. But his ancestors may have been enjoying tea for longer than that. Chinese legend holds that the Emperor Shen Nong first N- Nong first drank the hot water accidentally infused with tea water tea leaves way back in twenty seven thirty seven BCE. Regard- regardless, until until around 300 what is ce until around 300 ce it Christ was era it was considered a medic medicinal draw rather than casual beverage. common era okay uh four uh but it wasn't a it wasn't a british staple until the 19th century uh turkish people consumed the most tea uh, the Irish in comparison oh wait uh, Turks consume an average of almost seven pounds of tea per person annually the Irish in comparisons the world's second biggest tea drinkers consume less than five pounds per person a year to keep up with with its citizens in stable demand for tea Turkey grows one-fifth of the world's supply. Uh, six, tea was once considered dangerous. Some 17th century thinkers preached that too much tea could cause health problems. In 1706, a French doctor published a, tr- a treats- treat- treatise called Wholesome Advice Against the Abuse of Hot Liquors, uh, particularly of coffee, chocolate tea, brandy, and strong waters. What is a strong water? Urging yeah, mo- what is a strong water? Urging modern moderation and drinking tea on the grounds that it heated up instead of it heated up the body. It heated up the inside of the body, causing sickness and death. John Wesley, one of the founders of Methodism, argued that tea caused nervous disorders and advocated for complete tea abstinence. Seven, you can in fact drink too much of it. And 2014, a 56-year-old man encountered kidney trouble after drinking some 16 glasses of tea a day. High concentrations of oxalate was found in black tea can lead to renal failure, so don't go overboard with your tea habit. You hear that, Gaze? Mm-hmm. You need your butthole. Uh, te- <laughs> technically... That's rectal. Oh. Wait, what's... What did I say? You said renal. Is that your, your pee hole? Kidney failure. Okay. Uh... Technically, herbal tea isn't tea. Herbal tea blends don't contain any actual tea leaves, which is why they're usually caffeine-free. They're 
con- co- their concoctions of different herbs, spices, and other plants like chamomile, hibiscus, and mint. Nine, Americans prefer their tea cold. Ten, some cultures add butter. In the Himalayas, it's traditionally it's traditional to add butter, usually from a yak, to milky black tea. The salt helps people living at high altitudes stay hydrated. It causes it's called Pho Cha in Tibet, and it's the country's unofficial national beverage. 11. The tea bag was revolutionary. Uh, prior to individual tea bags, enjoying a cup of tea required brewing a whole pot, and since no one wants to reheat a cold stale cup, that led to a lot of waste. In 1908, the tea improper, a tea importer began sending tea samples out in little silk bags instead of taking the tea out and discarding the bag people put the whole bag in god i can't read people put the whole bag in and used it to brew a single cup eventually the importer replaced a silk with the gauze or at least that's how the legend of tea bags goes however it happened world war one soldiers were given tea bags as part of their rations helping the con helping the convenient packs become a normal part of the tea drinking routine 12 it's not dehydrating common wisdom suggests that that drinking water is more beneficial to hydration than caffeinated beverages like cold tea Uh, but recent researchers say otherwise one study asked participants to drink tea for 12 hours and compared their hydration levels to those of people who drink boiled water they were about the same other studies have found that caffeine itself isn't hydrating uh, suggestions that ca- coffees and teas don't make you thirstier. 13. Different teas have different brewing requ- requirements. 14. The British created India's tea market. India is one of the world's biggest tea producers, and the vast majority of the tea is grow- growers. It consumed within the country's borders one of the two varieties of tea plants, Camilla sinensis assamica, is native to the Assam region. However, tea didn't gain mass mass popularity as a daily beverage in India until British decided to it needed an alternative to China's monopoly. A botanist working for the British East India Com- British East India Company introduced some of China's finest tea plants to the high altitude provenance of Darjeeling. Darjeeling in 1848 laying the groundwork for what is now a region's largest industry <laughs> industry besides tourism. <clears throat> the British East Company also set up the Tea Board, a government organization tasked with popularizing tea throughout the country, ensuring that tea became India's beverage of choice by the early 20th century. 15! Tea is associated with good health. That's it. And I got this information from Mental Floss. Okay, that was a lot. Dang! A lot of information about tea. So if you got tea, uh, tea goals out there, use this as a reference. <laughs> All right, that was interesting. Fun facts. Um, let's move into our last segment, Geek of the Week. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! Quick question: Brothers or boyfriends? They're boyfriends. Weird, right? They look like brothers. They look. Who they look they? like twins. I don't know. Some. It was some 
couple I saw on Twitter and I was like, those, they look like they're related. I don't want to look related to Neither do I. <laughs> neither, neither do I. I don't want people to be like, oh, you guys. No. I want to be completely His different. His dick was in me earlier. That's not my brother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. So, um, crosswords. I got five because truly... All I played this week was a little bit. It was one day. It was Smash Bros. I'm just starting on Tyler Switch. You let me borrow it. You have to lock everybody, huh? Girl, you told me that, but it really threw me for a loop when I went to go choose How a character. You had? you had like eight, huh? Eight people. I uh, said, and you wanted to bitch about I'm a I'm a bad bitch. Oh no, I, I still can be, won. I can be whoever. I, I still can won the be. fights, but I don't know. I forgot who that you, you said right I had to one people. Who are you being right now? Link or really? Zelda? Zelda. Oh yeah, I was, Zelda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm playing Smash Bros. But uh, the real MVP of the week for Geek of the Week are my crossword puzzles brought to me by my New York Times. Mm-hmm. Not a sponsor. Um, but yes, so first one, hint. Five letters. The hint is glowing coal. Mm. I didn't get this one. Five letters, glowing coal? Yeah. Cinder? Kindle? Is it Kindle? Mm-mm. You were closer with the first one. Cinder? It's not Cinder, but you were closer. Singe? Nope. I don't know. Ember. Uh, I didn't get that one. My Pokemon in Pokemon Silver knows Ember, too. Oh, That's really? Funny. That's funny. Okay, next one. Five letters. Hint. Speed Booster. Red Bull. Nope. <laughs> um, what is it? Turbo. Okay, Turbo. I didn't, also didn't get that one. I wouldn't think Turbo means speed boost. Yeah, I was like, what are we talking about? Not in video games, Turbo does not mean you go faster. Next one, three letters. Hint, harmful cigarette substance. Which I didn't get this one because truly I did not know this was in cigarettes. Oh, so it's like an element number or something like that. It's like a short. No, it's a, it's a substance. CO two. That's a chemical. That's a substance. <laughs> um, what is it? Acid. Nope. But three letters. Oh, I don't know. Then tell me. Tar. Oh. Yeah, I didn't get that one. Mm-hmm. And then the last one. Sorry, my sister was texting. The last one, or not in the last one. The next one. Eight letters. Hint. Political approach that surged in 2010 worldwide. I didn't get this one either. I, I thought, put this one on the list because you might get it because I know you're into like politics and uh, all that stuff. Political approach in 2010? Mm-hmm. What is it? Populism. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get that one. I was like, he might get that one. All right, and then my last one, four letters. Hint is world's longest river. Nile. Yep. All right, you don't get the hundred thousand dollars, but okay. you do get. I take the ten thousand. A cookie. 
<laughs> All right, what's your geek of the week? Uh, my geek of the week is probably I've just been playing my. Um, I've still been playing Pokemon Snap. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing Animal Crossing, checking more up into my village, and then I've been playing still my. I've been mainly doing my Pokemon Soul Silver replay. Um, I have six badges now. Um, I'm about to go to the Ice Gym. It's fun. I like my Pokemon right now. They're cute. Okay. Um, yeah, nothing really too exciting. I haven't been playing games as, as much, just like in my little time, my little break time for drawings and stuff. I've just been playing Soul Silver, trying to catch up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I've been enjoying it. It's like really bringing me back to like nostalgia because I like the music. It's like very like 8 bit Pokemon music, which I love. Okay, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, <clears throat> before we head out, I just wanted to say, begin to learn, respect, and understand people who are different than you. It's fruit that can be added to the fruit bowl of becoming a decent human. Mm-hmm. Everyone, thank you for listening. If you are listening, if anyone's listening, uh, truly the only one important person that's here Benjamin thanks for doing this with me thanks for being vulnerable thank you happy mental health awareness month happy Uh, (laughs) if anyone's listening please follow like subscribe rate our podcast anywhere you listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts SoundCloud Amazon if you like us give us a five if you don't like us give us a five or just pass us and don't put anything (laughs) follow us on social media at Fruits Podcast on Instagram Fruits P on Twitter and Mm FruitsPodcast.com for all of our pick a pieces geek of the weeks Fruits comics and episodes (laughs) and until next week do something to help your mental health benjamin this week i will you too and i definitely if you will can. if i can i will but i will all right love you love you too toodles <laughs> <laughs>